Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. Peace, divine beings. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich, a platform where we would challenge your perspective and assist in expanding your consciousness. Now, as always, reality is a direct reflection of you, so be mindful of your self-talk. Now, to my new listeners, welcome to the show. I'm very pleased to have you here. If you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out on these weekly gems. Now, if you can as well, please leave reviews and ratings it helps my platform expand so that we can help other beautiful souls now let's get to the fucking shit man (laughs) on today's episode i am joined by a digital marketing executive out in switzerland but lives in the uk commercial strategist writer journal coach founder of woman writing a platform on instagram whose purpose is to help women turn to journaling as a tool for healing and self-examination Rosie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great intro. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, I had to, to do you right now. I had to do you right. <laughs> I'm super, super stoked to have you here. Just let the people know about you and what you got going on. No, thank you so much. No, I'm so I'm so happy to be here. And um gosh, I'm just it's so nice to connect with humans at this time, even though yes. it's been such a limiting experience. So 100%. thank you. Um And yes, as you said, I am the founder of a platform called Woman Writing. Um, So that is like an online community that I created back in 2019. Um, And I really wanted to make a space that facilitates, um, you know, the education of how journaling can be used as a healing tool. and how it can be used as a tool to help us connect to ourselves, to expand our self-awareness, to host um, new stories about ourselves, and to just, you know, connect to multi-dimensional elements of our being and where we've been and where we've come from. And I just love writing, and I've journaled for over eight years, and I I love the platform, I love the community. so that's pretty much where my creative energy and my divine kind of work is hosted. Um, where, where, where can we find? Where can we find our woman writing? So you can find it on Instagram. It's just simply woman writing as the username. Um, I do have a Twitter, but I'm not super active on that. Um, same thing, woman writing. Um, so they're the main platforms that I, I have it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Now, I do want to ask, though, where did where did the spark come from to create this beautiful platform? Um, You know, I I've always been like writing has always been my method of communication. It's how I express myself. And Mm -hmm. I've I've always been super close to, you know, having a journal or a notebook or something at hand to just Mm -hmm. express how I feel or my thoughts. And I was kind of going through a stage back in 2019 where I was feeling or I felt like I was waiting, kind of like just a a divine confirmation about parts of my purpose here. And I was I was in quite like a meditative state and I was really trying to like connect to this awareness as to like, okay, what is my my purpose here not not my not my career or my my job mm-hmm. but like my divine purpose where does that yeah. lie 
and I remember sitting in London and it was almost like when JK Rowling came into this idea of Harry Potter like it just came into her mind that's crazy woman writing just came into my mind and honestly I just you channeled that I channeled it and I and I just sat there and I thought you know what I just opened Instagram I just took the username because that to me I thought okay let me just quickly do this um typed in woman writing made the account and it that was that all happened in two minutes and I just sat there with it and I thought okay I've been delivered (laughs) I've been delivered this So, so I was I was looking at your um your page, and you have a lot of in depth messages and writing prompts. So, um, let's just say like um for those who don't even know how to journal, like mm-hmm. how would you um instruct someone like a like a beginning prompt, or how 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 would you um just help someone do that? I always advise people if they want to start journaling that the most important thing is to be honest about your intentions with that practice because it's it's a form of writing therapy um it is a practice and the intentions that you set will then define your participation you know your your um consistency and it will also define you know kind of a, a goal in a sense you know what you're looking to get out of this practice so when people approach me and ask how do I journal how do I start the first thing that I always try and advise people to do is to sit with themselves and define what do you want out of journaling you know why do you want to use it how do you feel it will help you um, because I just think that it's important that people have a connection to an awareness about why they're doing something and not just blindly reaching for something in hopes that it will help or, you know, be a tool that they haven't really sat and given much thought about. Um, And, you know, it's kind of like a a questionative process, like define what you want out of journaling. And then, you know, where do you feel like you want to begin? Um, Because, you know, journaling is a free self-directed writing therapy, essentially. So, it's kind of like, you know, what story do I want to write first? Where do I want to explore? Um, do I have like an inner work theme that I need to work through? You know, how do I feel that journaling will help the season that I'm in or um, help me to cope or deal with certain things? Um, and then the third kind of major thing, linking with those two points I would definitely get people to ask themselves, what does your commitment to journaling look like? You know, what does that look like for you when you show up in that space for yourself? Um, And what do you want out of journaling? Would you like to increase your self-awareness? You know, is there something that you are trying to heal through? Um, And essentially the self-expression, if you would like to use journaling for self-expression, that's usually reached by how often you need to write. So definitely need to be clear about all of these points so you can show up for yourself um, and not just go into something blindly, you know? Intention is everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. You, you, you have to guide that energy for it somewhere. You have to guide it to you know what you're trying to create. And so like you said, if you're just writing just to write with no intention, it's kind of you're commanding your reality mm. in a way that's not very beneficial for you. So if you're joining and saying, hey, I'm with this session right now, I want to release whatever inner trauma mm-hmm. that I've experienced growing up, or I just want to feel good about myself. I'm going to write that I'm beautiful, that I'm deserving of love. Yes. That, you know, um, abundance is, you know, is my birthright. And just, mm-hmm. it's, it ties into that, it ties into that self-talk. I've, because I've always been, because I, I, I was um, drawn to your page because I saw that you were a writer. And um, it's funny, when I, um, I've written like like little comic books growing up or like little stories when I was in college. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I never thought that I would actually be like an author. So I'm currently working on a book right now. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's it's because it's similar to like uh, when you said that when you were sitting and kind of like you got a J.K. Uh, Rowling moment mm-hmm. when like the um woman writing pop. Mm-hmm. I was um actually tripping on psychedelics one time, and I was uh, I think it was it was shrooms it was on shrooms. And the name of my book popped up to me, and I was journaling when I was while I was on my uh, trip. Wow! And so uh, yeah, it was, and I I didn't know exactly what the book was gonna be about. The title just popped up. So fast forward, um, I had a um, soul blueprint reading, mm. um, which basically I was um, accessing my angelic guides, my star seed family. Um, if guys, you don't know what a star seed is, it's basically well, we are all extraterrestrials mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so you know you have your arcturians you have the pleiadians um these we aren't these physical bodies these are just the physical meat suits that we navigate this um dense reality yes. and it's a vessel yeah <laughs> it's just a vessel it's just purely a vessel mm-hmm. and so i'm tapping in and i'm channeling um the these amazing beings and i'm um um, deprogramming blockages or removing blockages mm-hmm. and um, found out that I'm a medium so I'm like fuck okay <laughs> this getting fucking intense <laughs> so in the in the in the in the session um the the wonderful um woman named Melissa mm-hmm. um she told me that um that my guys want me to release the book in like six months wow. that you know they told me like you're here to write multiple books you're here to have retreats like you're you're here to do amazing things which I already knew but like sometimes you you you, you get lost in this day-to-day you know rat race mm-hmm. day-to-day routine yes. and your soul feels like it's something missing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so for the longest I just felt like I wasn't fulfilled mm. like I just felt like I was wasting time like yeah we want to you know support ourselves and make money but that doesn't fulfill me mm, like yes. being a service to others and humanity that fulfills me that's what um brings me joy mm-hmm. so having my soul blueprint I reawakened because all this is is just remembering mm-hmm. yeah. um, my soul purpose mm-hmm. and so um I realized okay shit man I gotta gotta get on it with this book and like and like um and get it so it's it's interesting though because while I'm working on it is I'm going through shadow work at the same time yep yep <laughs> and I remember I, I was working on chapter one and I was going through a very traumatic moment in my life they want me my because I, I channel every day and, rec- and just asking you know, my guys what what should I say in a book and they say you have to be as vulnerable as possible mm-hmm. you have to literally tell them everything the heartaches the trauma everything mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm typing and I'm revisiting the moment where um I was beat as a child and I'm realizing I'm crying I'm, and I forgot like damn I forgot about this memory. Mm. I totally forgot this memory yeah. so this just the writing process is just so therapeutic yes that is so powerful honestly and I just I really admire your vulnerability to share that because there's been moments where you know you do write through <laughs> we spend too much time. too much power going on in this conversation right now yes, yes. <laughs> um yeah so i just that it is is so powerful what you said about when you have to kind of revisit these old memories and these old wounds and i just feel like the writing process really is a gateway for your healing and your transformation because it you you connect your self-awareness to such an in-depth state that even I've had it before where memories that I actually haven't remembered remembering if that even makes yeah. sense have Not come like into my mind and images and visions have come into my mind as I'm writing through you know these defining moments of my childhood mm-hmm. and my life and I'm like shit you know I I don't remember <laughs> this but I remember it now and it I I feel it and you know I was present here at one time and you know my subconscious mind is like hey <laughs> you've unlocked this this memory yeah. um 
And that is it, it's so powerful. So powerful. The subconscious mind doesn't know. So like it's only the now moment. Mm-hmm. So whenever we revisit a moment, the mind and body doesn't know past, future, present, because it's all just one. Mm-hmm. So if you're revisiting that moment before, you're going to experience the same emotions that you did back then. Yeah. And it knows no different. I find that very interesting. I do. And I, I also this kind of this way that when you went through a traumatic experience, you know, mm-hmm. say, for example, the moment that you found out some traumatic news, your mm-hmm. body holds that emotional reaction, yes. you know, the, the muscle memory of your your trauma responses, the emotional state, the vibrational state that you were in, your body holds that. And I think that's what manifests as like physical pains and illnesses is 100%. this trapped energy, this trapped trauma um, yep, yep, yep. that just stays stagnant in people's bodies for years. And they don't know that though. That's the no, thing. they don't, they don't. That's what's important. That's what's important. What we're doing, especially you, um, to to give them these tools to understand that hey, whatever you went through mm-hmm. that you didn't release, it all that is trapped in you know in your body as energy blockages, yes. and they will manifest in situations, people, experiences mm-hmm. um, that you're unaware of. So you're thinking like, damn, why am I, for example, attracting you know the same partner, or why am I in the mm-hmm. same situation? Not knowing you have these energy blockages or these um, subconscious programs that you haven't worked through, that's it's that's like a, a loop. Yes. It's like a, it's like a loop. That's you're going to constantly experience it until you change your perspective or change the narrative. Yes, yes, it that is it literally is that, and I just find that one of the the key elements to making journaling or writing you know useful to you is really having the courage and the ability to be willing to examine yourself, you know. Mm. Um, I just believe that when we look at self-examination, I just think that that is such a core intention that we need to have a good relationship with when we're using journaling as it plays such a huge role in connecting us to our self-awareness and... Mm without having the willingness to examine ourselves, we become kind of unable to provide honest reasoning as to why we are the way we are, you know, why we feel this way. Um, And I just think trying to facilitate that regular practice of self-examination, because it does take practice to look within yourself, to be honest. Um, I think it gives you a chance to learn new stories about yourselves. And I just think you know, that heavy duty willingness and honesty um, is like a a definite intention that you need to have when you when you want to journal, you know? It's, you're being real with yourself and you're saying, where do we need to grow? Mm. So you're, you're calling yourself on your bullshit. I'm really big on not coddling yourself. Yes. Like you have to be a mother and father to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, nurture yourself. Um, when you need to but also at the same time you have to put that fire under your ass so if you know that you're not where you need to be it's not anyone else's fault but yourself yes so you have to be real okay i'm i'm lazy mm-hmm. i don't do the the routines that i need to do after work or before work mm-hmm. i know that i shouldn't be on my phone this amount of time i should actually be more productive mm-hmm. like you know the shit that you're not supposed to be doing yeah Yes. you have to hold yourself accountable if you if you if you want to heal yourself from depression you know just, mm-hmm. or just get out the victim mindset mm-hmm. like one thing i've I've learned because i used to i used to be depressed i've used to mm-hmm. play the victim role to the t mm-hmm. i used to wear that mask so fucking proud so and now when i look at um at people who play the victim role i'm like you're 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 putting yourself in this situation and i realized too that we don't want to accept help when we're in that victim role because mm-hmm. it's too easy. Yes. It's too, it's too easy. Too easy. Way too easy. You know? How how dare you How dare you show me the tools <laughs> to fix myself? No, I want yep. to sit here and play victim. Yeah. You know, why me? No. Yeah. You, you're fucking lazy. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You mm-hmm. know that. You, you, you're hanging out with people who aren't on your vibrational 
frequency. So mm-hmm. they're speaking you at a frequency that isn't yours. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, when you're going through those things, it's really your your soul is telling you that it's tired of playing that character. Yes. It doesn't want to play that character anymore. It's outgrown it. So you're going to continue to feel like shit mm-hmm. until you change the narrative. Honest, honestly, amen. Honestly, amen. I can't, I can't begin to tell you. Like I, I turn twenty four next month. Actually, a month today, I turn twenty. Happy early birthday! <laughs> Thank you. And I, I similar to what you were just saying, I am a complete advocate for this like no bullshit approach to things. No okay, bullshit. and I feel like honestly, I have died in this lifetime over a thousand times because the the transparency. And the willingness to be honest about what I was doing or not doing, that being in that kind of that mode where you're able to articulate to yourself very honestly, even when it's very uncomfortable to admit that you're doing certain shit or you're not doing certain shit, when you create that that relationship with yourself, that accountability approach, even though it's painful and it feels uncomfortable, and it feels intense, I promise it delivers you. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. It does. And, yeah. Oh, this is some powerful shit. Because at, at, when you get to that point of awareness, all you want to do is become your best self. Mm. That's all you want to do. In this life, because I always, always compare life to a video game. So you want to get to different levels but to get to that next level you have to beat the boss which is yourself Mm -hmm. yes yeah absolutely so so whatever former self that is isn't in alignment with your higher self you have to now transcend that yes exactly and i have this um i have this kind of like i guess you could call it like a a a concept if you will for like Mm -hmm. journaling but I, I, this, this also was something that came to me in kind of like a divine way, just kind of came into my mind. And I, on this, on this topic of looking deeply within ourselves and kind of transcending these old versions of ourselves and breaking through like the veils, I, um, I came up with this, this awareness habit that I call root based questions because one thing that I I noticed and this was within me that I noticed it first and then I kind of was examining it within other people um we tend as human beings we tend to ask a lot of surface based answers Mm -hmm. and then that dialogue only gives us surfaced sorry surface based questions and that dialogue only gives us surface based answers and i've tried i've tried to integrate this into some even prompts for example all the prompts that i i create i try and make them as root based as possible and you know what does that mean and to me it is a process of going to the root cause of a an issue a feeling a pain an insecurity whatever it is on that plethora that spectrum that you are going through I really try and encourage, you know, in order to really cultivate deeper awareness and add direction to our growth and our healing, we have to get into this habit of asking root-based questions because mm-hmm. surface-based answers can only connect us so far, you know? Yeah. And we can't yeah, keep yeah. replaying this whole, um, you know, like the lack of in-depth response that we get from ourselves yeah. can only connect us so far to our next phases of evolvement. Um, mm-hmm. so visiting the root cause of things is something that I have done over and over and over again and That's so huge. wouldn't change a thing about it even though it's painful uncomfortable would never change a thing about it you know it's it's because if you, if you think about it you have to ask yourself why am I triggered by this experience why did I just get angry why am I sad what about this situation is triggering me and you, you kind of break through those, like you said, you break through those layers and you get to the cause. Okay, I'm triggered by this because I don't like being told what to do. Okay, <laughs> what does that root come from? That root comes from not being heard when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I couldn't speak my mind. So now 
um, it manifested in adulthood of me being defined to authority. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's so bad. Because have you, have you ever, have you ever, um, questioned yourself with this? And like, so if somebody asks you, how are you? And even if you're not okay, the the typical response would be like, will be like, I'm fine, Mm -hmm. but you're not really fine. So I think the the practice should be just being truthful. If you're not okay, then you say, "Hey, I'm not okay, but I will be." And it, it has to be honest with yourself. Yes, and that's what I love about is I feel like every day we get presented with the opportunity to just do that in such simple forms, like practicing that, practicing being honest with ourselves. You know, as simple as when someone says, "How are you?" and you say, "Actually." I feel like shit today. I'm not in a good place. Yeah. It's like okay, you you've done it. Like you've been honest with yourself. It's it's okay to say that. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's okay you to know, say that. Know, it's okay because you're being honest with mm-hmm. yourself, and, and I feel like because at that point you're just putting on another mask to act like you're fine. It's like why? No. No. You, you you're not okay. Be honest. Like okay. So I I think. Well, well, I was guilty of this too. I think it's just you don't want people to see you weak. Mm. I guess when you respond with "I'm okay," but vulnerability is the best fucking thing. You know what? As well, I've I've experienced it where if someone asked me if I'm okay, and I'd say, "Yeah, I'm fine," my answer would be dependent on the other person's ability to hold space for me. If I knew they didn't, I'd be like, "No, I'm fine." (laughs) <laughs> that's what it was what it would be keeping it keeping it real if if certain people would say how are you I'd be like yep I'm fine but because I would recognize their capacity to not hold the space for me that I needed and being this kind of like self-sufficient you know alpha female doing handling all my own business kind of thing mm. I was like you know what I'm good and then I would not be good you know no and you can't you can't fake it like like everything is energy mm. so you can say yeah i'm fine but your energy is going to be different mm. like let's say for example you were in, you were in an argument with your significant other and then it's this is this is common the person asks what's wrong and you say nothing but your energy screams mm. you know that the person is no yes you know that yeah right? but then too i feel um this is a very uh, this is a very dope episode i'm really mm. um in addition, I feel like it ties into people pleasing too. Mm. Um, because I'm, I'm, it, you don't, oh no, to, to piggyback on that, um, you mentioned, um, holding space. Mm. So I've been practicing this with, well, my, my, one of my best friends helped, helped me understand mm-hmm. this. Um, so before we would either vent to each other or, even just say anything we will ask each other hey are you in the emotional mm. um space to receive this information because we are respecting each other's energetic I space we're not just gonna because i don't know if you in a shitty mood or yeah not, you know you, you know in a bad mood so i'm gonna ask see if you can take on this information mm. and you know if you if you can't i'm not offended yeah. by it and vice versa but it's just practice in asking a person can they hold mm. the space to take on your energy because people just dump oh yeah you. all the time. Dump it on mm-hmm. time but I, I had this really bad like before I um before like uh, when I was I think I had like a thousand followers at the time um I would people would like message me and ask for advice just dump their stuff on me and I would just answer all the questions and I was like damn I feel mm. great at the end of this, this is this this isn't an energy exchange. It's a one sided, one sided. Yes, thing. it's taking my energy, and I'm not getting like any empowerment or you know mutual exchange back. I'm just being drained of all of my resources, my energy, yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's placing that boundary. Yeah. Um. That's fucking. Tight, and I, I I feel like. I feel like when you, like what you just explained about how, you know, you would approach your friend and say, hey, you know, are you in the emotional capacity to hear all this right now? I feel like when you reach that that point and that stage where you do that with your your loved ones, your loved friends, it's because you've been doing it to yourself first. You've been asking yourself, okay, do I want to 
offload this right now? Do I want to engage in this right now? Have I got the emotional capacity to be involved with this right now? And it then that radiates outwards, you know, to your, your close circle. You start to be more considerate of their emotions and their feelings because you've become more in touch with yours. Um, and I just, I, I love that so much. I really love showing up, you know, showing up for me is showing up for you, you know, and I, I love that. I really love that. Because everything mirrors. I remember um, I came into this realization on Shroom. Shroom have taught me a lot of fucking shit now that I'm saying this mm. out um, It showed me that everything is a mirror. So even even like the state of um, the country. So even like, because I'm in UK right now, but I'm based in okay. Chicago. And I've noticed um, even when I'm in the US with everything that was going on mm-hmm. last year, all of that chaos was just a reflection of how we feel internally mm-hmm. and how we treat ourselves and how we treat yeah. others. But now it's just being shown on a broader um, mm-hmm. viewpoint and it's triggering us because we're looking at Yes. It. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yes, that is it. That That collective energy where everybody's, everyone's mirror it's just there and everyone's like you know what's going on oh my god this is happening and I just one thing that I I've always found so interesting to look at but in terms of within myself first is like programming you know our our programming collective programming conditioning you know that to me is in the most humble way definitely a barrier that I've broken through a lot um within my healing work but I I find that so powerful and interesting to kind of look on a collective scale when certain events and things happen wow like look at all the programming that's going on here the conditioning in people you know I've I've noticed since being out here it's a lot of programming like on on fucking posters it'll say um, look me in my eyes um, and, and what the fuck does it say? Look me in my eyes and tell me something. But they're basically trying to guilt you into feeling bad for choosing sovereignty and choosing mm-hmm. freedom and understanding that, hey, if I can just, if I take care of my immune system, yeah. I'm great. But no, they want you to look at the sick person's yeah. face that they have in a picture with the mm-hmm. oxygen mask and it's probably just an actor, let's yeah, be honest. Of course. Yeah. who has the Absolutely. mask on. And they, they, they want to trick you to be like, oh, fuck, I feel bad for not walking around mm-hmm. with a mask even though I can't breathe in this shit. Yes. Like, it, that, know, it's just it's the that, that programming that can draw. I mean, you see, honestly, you see them all throughout London, all around the UK. There's this billboard and it's this old guy and they've like photoshopped yeah. his eyes. And yeah. it's this, this image which. I remember I first saw it, I was actually in an Uber on the way to the train station and I was in traffic and I, the car had stopped on the road and the billboard was across the street and I just thought to myself, wow, you know, I mean, a, a picture paints a thousand words, but this, um, this, these visual elements that they've introduced, you know, is the apps is absolute you know fear manipulation and control um at its finest to Mm -hmm. to put stuff like that on there um with that message you know protect you know would you like look into his eyes would you take your mask off now kind of thing and it's like okay like the chosen ones here like we see you like it's okay But it's, 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 it, it gets to the point where you kind of have to laugh at that shit because it's like, you're stupid yes. this low. Like, like I understand that some people are still under mm. Um, So I, I still have sympathy for them. But it gets to a point where it's like, look, I don't care how deep into the matrix you are. You got to gotta peek something with this. Like, this is just... Honestly, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I just... No part of... You know, I'm I'm completely with you. And I feel like... I don't even need to say certain things to you about how I feel about this thing because I can feel that you already know and feel the same way. So... <laughs> I, just, I, I just caused so much bullshit. I caused so, I had I had a 
freaking old co-worker um I'm, I'm always transparent on this on this um podcast mm-hmm. it's my show fuck <laughs> it um i had an old co-worker in my my um current job um and for some reason they would always look at my tweets because they so resonated mm-hmm. with what i said but the ego part couldn't wrap his head around it so I remember one time I was chilling and the person texted me and said, do you not believe in COVID? And I said, yes, I believe in COVID, but I do believe it's being mm. manipulated and it's being over, mm-hmm. overdrawn. And so she used this fear of manipulation, like, yeah, well, my immune system isn't the best, so um, you should wear a mask. I'm like, but if I'm taking care of my immune system and I know I'm healthy, just like mm-hmm. if you have the flu, why... Like it's the you have the logic the the logic isn't there like the, just the mm-hmm. logic isn't there. It's, it's not it's it's this this brain brainwashing the nation into this fear and you know if you think about it it's in the UK it's coming up for nearly a year since this all of this started and well, nothing's changed we're still in a lockdown you know I I have not been lockdown. I can't even remember the last time I went to like a cafe honestly it's been months. I miss, I miss, because do you guys have, do you, do you have Yes, yeah, we do. I used to cost it right up the street from me, and I, I, I used to love going to mm-hmm. coffee shops and just, you know, just chilling. No, honestly, that. it's, the whole country has just been shut down for months, and, you know, I've even, yesterday, I even saw a new advert that, like, the UK government made, and I honestly had to laugh. I just sat there laughing because I thought this is hilarious. And it was basically an illustrative um, advertisement talking about how if you keep a window open and blow out COVID particles into the air. And I was like, honestly, I'm sorry, but this is this is really comical at this point. Like, honestly, it is comical. <laughs> <laughs> there is fear to breathe oxygen that you mm. need to live. So you want us to cover our mouths and breathe in particles from yes. the mask, and that has germs. And it's it's it, 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 it it's, you're not having any new oxygen. You're breathing yes, in carbon exactly. dioxide, and all this isn't healthy for your lungs. So you're now people are being brainwashed to think that they can't mm. even go outside without a mask on to breathe oxygen that you need to actually live yeah honestly and it i was even i have a lot of like woods and forests near where i i live i'm very grateful to have like some beautiful places to go for like walks and things and i've honestly i've been out by myself um because i I live by myself um and i've been out for walks by myself and there's been you know couples or families and groups of three or four that are out walking and Mm -hmm. The other week I was on a pathway in this field and there was a family, you know, a couple centimeters away from me. And the, the, the woman, which I presume was the mother, she asked if I would stand aside and wait for them to pass. And I said, and I said to her, That's you do realize we're in a field, you know, there's not an obstructive like obstacle in the way you can move anywhere. You're free. And she was arguing about how she wanted to stay on the path. And I thought, well, I don't quite know what path you're on, but I this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is just all from like the media's fear, just pumping that fear um, program. And I, I really, I really feel mm-hmm. for those people. Like as much as I like, I, um, you know, share light and call it out. I'm like, damn, like you're you're being that program right now that all logic is mm. out the window. Like, and I feel for you. But I do, I, I, could, I could talk about this COVID shit for days, but I do want to um, get back into, um, I want to talk about self-talk, creating your identity. I'm understanding um, the importance of just watching how you speak to yourself, mm-hmm. watching how you um, yeah, speak to yourself about your reality. So if you're saying, like, I can't mm-hmm. afford something, you're, you're programming yourself and your reality to feel that one that you mm-hmm. are lacking, which you're not. And two, that you're, you want to experience more lack thereof, which yeah. you're not really lacking. And so even even if it's just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, mm-hmm. I'm fucking beautiful. Like, I'm the most gorgeous <laughs> motherfucker on this planet. Like, I deserve mm-hmm. all the great things in life. This yeah. is my fucking birthright. 
I deserve to be showered with gifts. I deserve the finest experiences. I deserve all the great things because that is what the creator wants. The creator wants to experience mm. all the great things that it's supposed to. That's Honestly. And, you know, I, in the current season that I'm in, in my life, I have to say for so, for so long of, you know, just so long in my life, I have lived in survival mode. Okay, I've lived in survival mode, uh, and one of my one of my sayings for this year is that I'm I'm not gonna be in survival mode anymore. I'm gonna be in thrive mode, and going through like shadow work and different like inner work themes. When you reach this point where you just feel like your whole spirit is ready to break from the survival mode. The self-talk that changes within you, the shift of your of your self-talk, I can't explain to you the the radical transformation that shift has because you go from being in the survival mode, this this state, and you enter this this place where you're just like, Do you know what? I'm actually deserving of fun. I'm deserving of living. I am deserving of enjoying my my physical life here you know i deserve to experience happy moments and create them and you know have more of them i don't want to be chained into this constant control reality where i'm not surrendering and i'm constantly like trying to survive all the time mm. and damn that is mm. It, it is these these self-realizations I, I feel like so much so much can contribute and change to like your self-talk like self-realizations the shifts that take place when you have these moments where you're like do you know what actually I I'm not doing this actually I I want to thrive I want to enjoy I want to be present I want to come out of this this vibrational state of being and I, I don't want this for myself anymore and I I love the unapologeticness that 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 holds, you know. You have to, you have to be unapologetic at all times. I am putting mm. myself first. I don't give a fuck yeah. how you feel about my <laughs> view. I don't give a fuck about you feeling a way about me saying no. Like one thing that has really been in my forefront for, and I've, I've had this uh, realization. I was talking with um uh, a very fucking great ass guy um called inner practitioner mm. had him on a show a few love episodes him. back he uh I, I fucking love that guy um and we were talking about the power of saying mm. no and not feeling yes. guilty for saying that and not being a people pleaser you don't you shouldn't if you're not feeling something if your inner being doesn't want to do shit you you no. don't have to do it. You don't mm-hmm. have to say yes. Like if some like if someone say, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" You feel guilty to say yes, but inside you don't want to fucking do the shit. So you can just say, "No, thank you. I appreciate the offer, but I yeah. just want to be to myself." Yeah, and leave that's it, at it. That. And anything else is their problem, you know? Because I've I've had it so much where even with girlfriends and they they don't want to do something. And I'm like, okay, so say no. And it's this whole, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. And if me saying to you politely, no, thank you, not right now, hurts your feelings, that's a you problem, okay? I'm not dealing with that. I've, you know, you you have your boundaries, you have your, you're allowed to say no to anything. You don't have this. And... Yes. That's, saying no is such a powerful statement. It's just, Just no, honestly, just no. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. You're taking your power back. You're not a people pleaser. Like it, it's it's setting mm-hmm. boundaries for yourself and respecting yourself. Especially during the this time that you know in the world how everybody's been kind of like adjusting to living day to day because I I had this conversation even on a on a more kind of like daily basis, you know, just because I'm working from home and I'm not in my office doesn't mean I'm available all the time, you know? Uh, can we have a phone call? Uh, no, we can't. Why not? Because I don't want to. <laughs> I 
should never have to. I should never <laughs> have to explain why. Exactly. Yeah. I shouldn't have to. Because I feel like people feel that they have access mm. to you at all times when they don't. I have to break this program in myself. Um, and a, another great friend of mine helped me realize this. And it's like, for example, let's say, mm-hmm. let's say I text you, for example, and you didn't respond to me for about three or four hours. You're not you're not obliged to respond to me when I, mm. when I as soon as I message you. If you're not in a, if you're not in a space to where you want to respond, yeah, then great. But mm. I don't have to respond to you. I don't have to. Do you I'll know something that I've I've not really spoke about this out loud very much, and it's always been something that I've I've definitely tried to assess and understand, and it's it's sure. definitely to do with like women you know the feminine energy the divine woman Mm -hmm. women in this collective space but when we look at these these daily dynamics of of friendships and relationships in relation to what you were just talking about which is you know saying no or um, breaking this self-entitlement pattern I I really believe Mm -hmm. that women are so conditioned and programmed with a a diversity of insecurities which have been attained through certain situations as well as a a collective kind of programming pushed out by global corporations and companies and messaging through movies and films and books and stories and I just I really I really feel that women modern day women in this western world have become so programmed with this self-entitlement when it comes to connections with other people and Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. if you look at it on a gender scale you know as i'm a woman and i've had to break through this pattern and many other women have to break through the pattern of not feeling this self-entitlement or this these feelings of anger or resentment or confusion or upset when someone doesn't doesn't talk to you or doesn't want to reply to you or is busy and it's this it's this it's it's through breaking what I would probably say collectively I think a lot of women are codependently conditioned temporarily I mean I'm not trying to say that everyone's limited to that state um but as as definitely as a recovering codependent myself and being on the other side of that type of state that I found myself in, you know, getting upset and annoyed about people that wouldn't reply to me in two hours, jumping to an assumption that I was no longer of interest or I wasn't worth it. You know, that there's such a strong collective energy of that within the feminine in this on this earth plane. And I've really gone through a lot of dark shadow work to come out the other side of that and it's a journey and it's powerful but it's helped me see oh my gosh look at the state of of the feminine here the things that happen the things that we go through you know in that in regards to that because you have to ask yourself why am i feeling away about this person not responding back to me or just not wanting to do whatever i wanted them to do like why why do I care? Why do I, yeah, Yeah, why why do do I I get so, you know, for me, being able to be on the other side of that and to stand firmly in my self-worth, my self-love, my self-care, my self-respect, my self-validation, if someone doesn't reply to me in six hours, I'm not fate because I'm just connected Mm -hmm. with myself. I'm not, you know, the, the anxious attachment is not, doesn't exist anymore. It's not there. So it's just like letting energy flow, being respectful of people's time, not making it personal either, you know, not taking someone's mm-hmm. nose or someone's, you know, lack of presence personal. That's not personal to me. Okay, fine, you know? Because let's be honest, it takes a lot it of does. <laughs> It does. It really does. And, some, and you, you pour so much out into the world that, you know, probably during that six hours, mm. you just need to pour into yourself. The average person is looking at their phone for a shit ton of time, looking yeah. at TV, that's draining. So you, you only have mm-hmm. so much energy you can give out. Exactly. You have like a bar every day. And 
you just distribute it wherever you yeah. need to distribute it but you have to make time for yourself you're you're one human being in a you know you have a human body you have this vessel you have to take care of yourself 100% always I'll, I'll, I'll keep setting this intention and I always tell myself the book that I'm writing I want it to wake me mm. up fast in my next life like I want it I want to create as much wow. work tools as possible whatever experience to wake me up as quick as possible so that I can remember that mm. I am the creator and just continue doing my soul purpose and mission a lot more what do you what do you feel like the current status of your spiritual amnesia is <laughs> shit i think it's fully escaping the um mm. rat race in a sense like i'm grateful for the financial gain um that is given me but now i'm at a certain point where i'm reflecting on my life and i'm seeing each um, segment mm. was needed for that next step and so I needed that struggle and trauma to then wake me up I needed this rough patch to propel me and make me appreciative wow. of what I'm going through now so now I now feel like the next step for me is just fully diving into being a medium into um, mm -hmm. you know my podcast being world um, world renowned my book being you know the best fucking <laughs> yes, yes. like deep this this is my focus like i'm on a not i'm in no bullshit type of i'm i know what my soul is here to do everything else that doesn't align with yeah. it is is a waste mm -hmm. of time for me and it will just disintegrate yeah we, we it, oh we came here we have work to do i don't have time to waste i don't know how long i'm gonna be in this body but every day i need to make sure that i'm helping myself and our future selves mm. in this in this beautiful that is so amazing that is so powerful to just to hear someone articulate and summarize that is just in like amazing because you're just finding you're just finding your purpose like i feel like once you find your purpose life mm. then it becomes fun again you're not you're not taking things seriously you're looking at shit and like why did this ever why did this? Why did I ever care about this? Why do I care about yeah. likes? Why do I care about um, people that don't doesn't mm. fulfill my soul? Like none of that shit matters. I don't care about going to the club. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I just care about being a um, sovereign being who yeah. is a system of collective. That is what gets me going. That's what wakes me up. Mm. That I'm being my best self every day. And that whatever I'm tweeting or even this episode, when people listen to it, that even if one person takes yeah. something out of this I did my job yeah and I can, I can go to sleep happy with that. that's 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 really that is really amazing and I I feel I feel a resonance with you you know with that because I I kind of feel like where where I'm at with that right now is a season of being in flow and I kind of look at my life right now as I have I have a multitude of, of different um you know things going on but ideally there's two different segments one is like my divine mission my divine um work and then the other is tapping in and out of this matrix game to you know play play that part and understanding how to actually do that you know keeping a balance between having to live on this earth and survive here um but not chasing money or chasing you know mm -hmm. materialistic things or chasing status just tapping into mm -hmm. what i believe i've been gifted with a divine purpose and i believe i've been gifted with talents mm -hmm. and intellect and skill set to support me while i have to live and function on this on this planet through like my, my work which i also love mm -hmm. And that's 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 kind of where I I feel present at right now. My understanding is is kind of like there. And you could feel you could feel your energy like when you describe it. And like this even like when I was um just no just like checking out your uh, woman writing page, like 
just the way that you structure things. Like you feel the energy on the page. Like it just pops out to you. And it's like, damn, like this person is really living in a purpose. I did mm-hmm. notice something that I wanted to bring up earlier in the episode, but I forgot. I saw that you um either have or is working yes. on a woman writing podcast. Yes, I am. I so this was due to kind of be um like launched properly back in February. Um, but due to just some personal reasons and some, you know, some just general life situations, I, I got sidetracked and I wasn't really able to be present in that. Because um, one thing with me and woman writing and, and that platform is that because I I channel so much, I channel so many messages from within myself and from, you know, <laughs> outside of myself, my higher self, I really have to give a lot of my time and energy to be fully present in that space. And I, I like to show up fully present, but mm-hmm. because I couldn't, because of what I was, well, I chose not to, sorry, because of what I was experiencing, I haven't been able to fully um, kind of launch it yet. So I did like a mini introductory like episode um, just talking about like writing and journaling. But in terms of sitting down with a guest like this, I... I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I definitely would love to launch it kind of by the end of like this quarter, early Q2 would be really amazing. Um, so you if you go onto my woman writing Instagram, there's like an IG live, which I believe is just over a minute. And it's just me talking about, you know, journaling, writing, um, healing, um, and it's just a, kind of like a, a brief intro to the podcast, give you like a feel about it. Um, and I, I think there's some other details on my Instagram as well, which talk about what will happen on the podcast and, you know, a bit more understanding as to what it's about. So, um, yeah, the Instagram is, is definitely the reference point for that. I am looking forward to supporting and retweeting and doing the best I can to make sure that um, your message is spreads and ladies if you're listening and you want to be a guest Thank you. you know where to where to find her I always of course of course I always ask um, this last question um, for my guest what would be your message to oh, humanity wow. at this time? What would the... okay and take your what time. would be and my message to humanity at this time oh my gosh that is such a powerful question Wow. Let me think about this one. Hmm. I think on a on a grand scale, two words would just be be gentle be gentle i feel like is my message to humanity is is be be gentle be gentle to yourself be gentle to others be gentle to you know the the relationship that you have with yourself the way you see yourself the way that you you know you're trying to show up for yourself the way you're trying to do better the way you're trying to understand certain things the way you're trying to move through certain things just be gentle um don't be harsh on yourself don't be overly critical you know watch that self-talk as you say but just definitely I feel like it's a time to just really be gentle with with you I love this I love this you were definitely (laughs) I I can feel it I can feel it I had a confirmation because I had um, channeled a similar message um, last week. And so it was funny when you, when you were saying that, my inner being was like, I felt mm. like smiling, looking at me like, yeah, this is, this yeah. is, this is just another reminder. Like, I see you. I see you. I really want to thank you for being on the show. This was one of my favorite episodes. You are uh, truly a joy to talk oh, to you. Oh, thank you, you so much. I have loved this conversation yeah. and I'm so grateful that you you have this space and I'm so thankful that I got the chance to be on it here with you. So thank you so much for this experience. Oh, 
do you have do you have any last, last words, words. Before, we, before we wrap it up um just honestly everyone just yeah keep being gentle with yourself just you know support yourselves the best way that you can be patient be intentional you know slow your pace and just know that love always wins <laughs> love always wins guys as always you are the reality uh, the creator of your reality everything you think feel and say shapes everything around you be gentle be kind <laughs> Watch- <laughs>